two for chirping. Well, the Cyclones are nearing the end of their signing period, have almost a full roster, and how can you not be excited about the guy we have on the screen right now? Because Zach Andrusiak, one of the elite goal scorers in all of the UCHL, is coming back for a third year here in Cincinnati. Uh, Drews, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but first, welcome back. Excited to see your face on this screen, as I know the fans are. Um, take me through, I guess, first on just kind of the the lay low part of life, the summer, right? When you're not on the ice every single day, what have you been doing to keep busy here as the war, uh, the, the weather's been a little warmer? Uh, honestly, it's it's flown by. It's pretty crazy to think that it's September already. Like, uh, had a pretty busy summer, you know, it just, you know, went on a couple of trips. Uh, we had a few weddings to go to from some friends and uh, been trying to do some fishing and golfing and and, you know, just between training and everything. And we, we, my girlfriend and I bought a house uh, last spring. So doing stuff around the house and getting our yard all set up and everything. It's, it's been super, super busy, but super exciting. And it's, it's flown by. Uh, anybody that has watched some of our interviews before, whether it be at the, the podcast, which we're in that room or even the radio interviews, we know you and your girlfriend, you mentioned you guys just got a house. Uh, you have your, your golden retriever Dodger. Uh, so you mentioned building the yard or was it, was it centered around Dodger or were there some other things added? Uh, I actually, uh, this one's funny. People like this. I actually got my way and, and was able to, I'm in the process of completing. I got my turf in the mail today. Actually, it just got shipped in. I built, uh, I'm building a putting green in my backyard in the one spot. Um, and then we did, uh, you know, I actually, completely sanded our entire deck and redid our whole deck stained it and stuff and we got a really nice patio set out there and uh like a fire pit and stuff and and then uh in the backyard we built some flower beds and that kind of thing and and uh our next our next thing is working on the grass because it's it's not the greatest but I, I remember so I, I referenced this podcast room and one of the things that you said to me is how you would take and and forgive me, I haven't, it's been a few months since we did it, but I think it was a uh, hundreds of shots a day, uh, you know, maybe outside in the garage or in the driveway or whatever, you know, practicing your shot. Are you uh, in this new home? I mean, do you have a, do you have a setup to do that or are you just doing it on the ice? Uh, not at my house, but at my girlfriend's parents' house, uh, they, they live on like sort of an acreage. Um, so we, we built actually uh, like a backstop out of like wood and stuff and some big posts and uh i hang like a shooting tarp from it it's like a shooter tutor with like targets and stuff and and so i'm able to shoot there so it's nice that i have that set up accessible to me and you know it's, it's just a short drive from our house to go to and stuff so that's it's really nice to have that yeah i know uh fans are, are gonna want us to talk a little bit of hockey let me ask you i guess one more thing on this uh just kind of up to date with you um, because so many, I mean, you know this, you're in that locker room, like so many of the guys are from Ontario. So many guys are on the East coast. We don't talk to a lot of guys out in Western Canada. So, I mean, you mentioned fishing, golfing, um, but you also said you went on a couple of, uh, you were able to go to a couple of weddings, go on a couple of trips. What's some fun things you've been doing away from the house? Uh, we actually, we just got back uh, this past weekend. We were, we went on, the, we went to the Oregon coast um so that was lots of fun my girlfriend and my dog and i uh we did a little camping slash hotel slash hotel airbnb trip um so that was lots of fun we had never been uh on the oregon coast before we've only been like 
to we've been to California and the coast in Canada here and stuff. So it was it was really cool. We've we've heard a lot about it and we've known some people that have gone there. So we really wanted to check it out. So that was tons of fun. We spent a week driving down and and you know just checking it out and exploring all the different beaches and all the different spots and stuff. And we had some really nice weather, so that was lots of fun. Um, then I was I was able to go. Uh, I took my dad uh, to Vancouver for uh, see our Saskatchewan Rough Riders play the football um, in BC, and then uh, that I didn't even realize, but the Blue Jays were in Seattle that weekend. So on Sunday, it was a day game. So I was like, oh, geez, we could literally go to the game and come home in the same day and we'd be fine because Seattle's only about six and a half hour drive from here. And and so we I called him and he's like, oh, yeah, of course, so I got tickets and we we're luckily able to go see the Blue Jays play and stuff. He he hasn't seen the Blue Jays play since he was a kid and he's a Blue Jays fan. So that was that was really good for him uh, to be able to see them and that kind of thing. And and just be back. I, I played junior in Seattle, so I went to a lot of ball games there. And so it was, it was fun to be back there and be a, go to a game there again. And, and, uh, but yeah, no, it, it turned out actually that Taylor Swift was there the same weekend in Seattle. So it was absolute chaos in the city. It like, we showed up to the border at 6am from Vancouver thinking that we would get through early. We waited for two hours oh. at the border because there were so many people going not only for the blue jays in town but the taylor swift concert and it was insane i was as we were driving down i checked ticket prices just out of curiosity and it was 1200 dollars to sit at I, I always call it century link but it's lumen field now where the seahawks play and it was to sit in the nosebleeds up in the section 300 behind the stage so oh. you wouldn't even see her <laughs> you're just in the same and i was like holy cow and yeah it was we it was absolute chaos so it was it was kind of a cool atmosphere to be around but it was it was a lot too at the same time and so yeah that was that was lots of fun but just yeah and all and then doing lots of trips just around the okanagan where i live and stuff going camping and going hiking and stuff and, and just enjoying the summer Dude, I, uh, well, I was really lucky because I was out of town, like when, uh, when Taylor Swift was in Cincinnati, but, uh, Viver, as you know, lives around town and he was telling me just the chaos and the ticket prices you were saying. I think he literally the day that we're recording this, I was talking to him today about Taylor Swift and cause it just came up and he said something like he ran into a, a group of five people that said that they ended up paying, uh, or what was it? It was five people. The one guy paid for three of the tickets and he said by the time he paid for the tickets, food for that day, the uh, souvenirs, merchandise, that he was like $9,000 in the hole. Oh, I, I believe it because even like hotels in Seattle that night, like downtown, where like the average price was like over $1,000 for a hotel. Like I, I, so it, like if you're paying, you're paying a thousand bucks for a ticket, thousand bucks for a hotel. And like you said, the travel and food and everything parking out to park two blocks away from the stadium was $80 oh man to park next to the stadium was 110 I've never seen anything like it before it was because I like I said I've been to some Seahawk games there when I was playing junior there and Seahawk games are nuts there they sell out every game and it's no different than the Bengals right and and everybody knows how expensive parking for those games are yeah. and I they're not even, like that's nothing even close to what this concert was like 
Yeah, I can't imagine, like, especially over the last couple of years, you see inflation. So you see, like, I've noticed parking has gone up at a lot of the arenas that I've gone to. Yeah. Going back to Philadelphia, I mean, there used to be a $10 parking lot. Now the cheapest is 20 The average yeah. cost is like 30 to 40 But, like, 110 not that we should be staying on this subject, but, like, $110 to park your car. Yeah, I, well, we, just for reference, we parked two miles away from the from the baseball stadium which the baseball stadium is right next to the, the football. And it was still 25 bucks and considered event parking. Two miles. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, I guess you and your dad were in a walking mood, thankfully. Oh yeah. It was, it was a beautiful day. It was super sunny and super nice. And you're able to it there. The stadiums are right down on the water. So you're able to walk along the ocean and stuff and, and just through the market and everything. And it's, so it's super nice down there. So, and the good part is we, we, by the time we walked all the way down there, we were kind of out of the whole traffic to drive out of town and get out of town a little bit easier. Yeah, man. I, uh, even like talking to you now and I haven't talked to you in months. I feel like we could go on an hour about this, just about like this kind of stuff. Cause I know you and I are both going to events. I love the adventurous, uh, the, the adventures that you have and, and that your you know small family now has, uh, here in the summer, but I do want to shift gears to hockey at the end of the day, man. Uh, I know we're going to miss this warm weather, which like you even said earlier, it's hard to believe it's September right now, but nonetheless, here we are. Hockey's going to start soon. You're going to be here in about a month. Uh, Cyclones are getting ready to kick it off. And Bruce, uh, I was just for, for the heck of it uh, looking and I kept hitting next on the all player stats for the ECHL. Cause I thought, you know, how many guys did play last year? And it, I am at over 900. Uh, now that includes goaltenders. And of course this means, you know, some guys only played a, a week or two weeks in the coast, but at the end of the day, nearly a thousand different people laced up skates and played in an ECHL game at some point last season. And you had the 11th most goals of anybody in this entire league, 32 goals, well over a point per game season. Um, you know, had you not taken the puck to the face, who knows, obviously there would have been more points. A little call-up took you out for a couple of games. You are one of the elite goal scorers in this league. And where's your confidence at just coming back to this league, knowing what you can do here? Yeah, no, for sure. Obviously, you know, things have gone well since I've been in Cincinnati. And, you know, we got a great team there and great guys to play with. And and a lot of very similar players are coming back again this year. So, you know, it's it's just it's a good spot for me. And, and you know, things have gone well. And, and I'm just, I'm just focusing on getting better all the time and getting better every day and, and, you know, adding pieces to my game and, and trying to be the best player I can. And, and yeah, last year was obviously a great year, but, you know, want to, want to build off of that and, and be even better and never be satisfied and, and just try, try to keep excelling and, you know, getting better every day is always the model, right? Right. I, and I mean, you kind of segued me into something I was going to ask, like you mentioned, look at all the guys that are re-signing. Um, I mean, that's got to be exciting too. And I think it's exciting twofold, right? Because the team was so successful on the ice. And I, I know, I know the kind of player you are, like at the end of the day, as many goals as you score, it's a heck of a lot more fun when you're scoring to add to a lead or, or to go ahead. It's not so fun when you score the second goal and it's now you're down 6-2. Um, so to be with a team that's just winning so much, right? Like winning is so fun. And I know that's got to be exciting to come back to, but also like the guys that you were winning with and the players that were helping you accumulate those points, they're back too. this. This has got to be a win-win situation. 
Yeah, definitely. It's exciting. You know, just all, obviously we had a, just a good group too, right? Like it's away from the rink and everything, you know, we're a family and guys are super close and that kind of thing. And, and it's not very often that you can in pro sports, you can keep many guys around, right? It's just the the nature of the beast. And so it's, it's really good to, you know, be able to have a lot of guys come back and build off of what we did last year. And, you know, just continue to get better. And, and obviously last season didn't end the way we wanted it to. And so, you know, we want to, we want to build and, you know, add some new pieces to help us to get to where we want to be. What, um, so talking about last season and, uh, you know, 32 goals, I've got the one in my head that sticks out, but for you, are there any goals like every year, man, you've scored a lot of big goals in junior hockey, you know, talked about being in, you know, uh, the Western league earlier with the Seattle Thunderbirds, but um, you know, here, Idaho Steelheads, I don't know if like there's a goal from each year or goals from each year that you take with you, at least to me, I think, man, like there were so many highlight reels last year, but is there one that sticks out maybe above the rest? That's like, man, that I was on cloud nine. Uh, yeah, I never really, I don't really think about that too much, but I would say if you ask that now, one that would probably stick out is probably a game winner on New Year's Eve um, in overtime. That was a pretty big goal. Uh, Obviously, it's a big win. And, you know, just to do it on New Year's Eve, it was a packed crowd and, you know, pretty electric in there after. And everybody was on cloud nine. So, you know, that was was lots of fun. And and that one, I guess, would stick out probably the most. You were part of so many highlight moments. And one of them I'll ask you, I just asked uh, Pistol, Patrick Polino, uh, for those fans that didn't see, he has re-signed with the Cyclones. Um, I just asked him, like, you are, and I'll, I will spoil this for our fans, to my knowledge, Zachy Andrusiak is the final returnee that is signing with us this year. So the guys that we have signed that are back, add Andrusiak to the list, and then that's it from there. It's going to be all new faces the rest of the way, unless something drops in the 11th hour. So Drews, I'll ask you, is the last guy to talk about this it's hard to put it into words. 19-0-2, it just never stopped. The winning never stopped finding ways to persevere. And there were a lot of games where you guys were tied late, a lot of games where you were down. Um, I, you mentioned this group, like that has to be a moment that I think everybody on that team is going to keep with them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like we talked about during during the year last year when, that, when we were going on that, you know, it was great teams always find a way to win and you know be in games right till the end and even if you're down you know you find a way to get back into it and and end up winning and and that's during that run that's what we were able to do and and it was pretty special and and not many teams are able to do that ever you know and and so it was that run was really good and it was obviously lots of fun and and hopefully we can you know do the same sort of thing this year and get even better and you know and and just continue the momentum and hopefully not run into any injury problems or guys missing problems like we did last year and in postseason and and you know just keep the momentum and go on a better run. I think you summed it up best because one of the things I've talked with some of the guys about is just how after that streak ended, it was like okay, that was unbelievable. We're always going to remember it, but it did kind of feel like the air sort of came out of the tires uh, at that point. I just feel like the team never got as hot. Uh, which, which I mean, Hey, it's pretty hard to be that hot. Um, but you know, it, it, it did feel a little different. Um, Drew says we're getting to the, the end of our conversation. We are spending so much time about the, the other stuff. I don't want to keep you here too much longer. Um, but one of the things that you mentioned is how you're trying to get better every day. And I think if I put myself in the shoes of an ECHL fan, I listen to this and say, how much better can this guy get? 
I mean, he's he's so damn good. Like, uh, so for, from your perspective, what are some of those things? I, I think as somebody who watches you play all the time, we we know the points are there. So are you talking like, is it the other side? Is it the more well-roundedness? Do you think you can put up more points than what you did last year? Um, it's really hard, I think. And I'll and you tell me right or wrong here, but like, I think as an individual, it can be very hard to make an internal criticism to look at oneself and sit there and say, I know I'm maybe not as good at this as I want to be, or I need to do these things better. It's hard to hear that. Um, and it's hard to tell yourself that. So um, sounds like you kind of have, like, what, what are the things you're looking at? How much better can you get? What are you trying to get better at? Yeah, no, you know, like you said, for me, it's, it's pretty easy to, you know, I, I would say I'm, I'm my biggest critic and I always have been. And, and I mean, at the same time, as much as it helps me, it probably hurts me a little bit too, because sometimes I'm a little too hard on myself. Um, but, you know, just having the mindset, you can never, you can never be satisfied. Right. And, and even the greatest athletes in the world, the greatest business people in the world, they're, they're never satisfied. Right. They always want to push themselves farther ahead and, you know, be better in all aspects. So, you know, like we talked about the shooting pucks, you know, I, I yeah, I have a good shot, but is it, is it perfect? Is it the best it can be? No. And so, you know, just continuing on working on and, you know, making the points that I am good at better, but also adding to my game and, you know, trying to learn from whether it's watching video of guys in the NHL at the top of their game, you know, during doing certain things or, or that kind of thing and learning, you know, uh, different things to do offensively, defensively, you know, on special teams, uh, just trying to round myself out to, you know, try and be the best I can be at everything the game has, you know, whether it's skating or shooting or stick handling or making plays or defending or, you know, anything. Right. And, and that's the biggest thing, like until, until you're Connor McDavid or, or those guys and, and even them, like he, that guy probably works, 10 times harder than the average person too and and trying to always be better right because he's not satisfied either he he obviously still hasn't won a stanley cup so he's got goals too and and you know so that's it i think that's the biggest thing is you you got to always have bigger goals and and never be satisfied and just you know push yourself to want to be better and and whether that's me you know putting up more points this year or just doing other things to help the team win more you know it's that's what i want to do and and that's my goal for the season and every, every season. And I know the ultimate goal of every team is to win a championship. And I know that you, Zach Andrusiak, are our latest player signing, a, hopefully a big piece to what will hopefully be the championship puzzle that the Cyclones look to solve here in 23-24. Um, and again, a reminder, folks, because it's coming up soon. October 21st is first face off. The Cyclones host the Wheeling Nailers. Yes, Zach Andrusiak has a few goals against those guys, including a, a hat trick in a Coney's jersey once upon a time. And uh, you can see that game right here at Heritage Bank Center Saturday, October 21st. Tickets on sale now at cycloneshockey.com. But again, Drews, latest signing. Buddy, I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. I know we're down to just a couple of weeks. Thanks for making the time to talk here. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again come training camp. Of course. Thank you.